Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Today's Amud HaMasechus Brachos is Mem Amud Aleph 40a. We're beginning the top of the page, the first words on the page. We're going to have three sections in today's learning. We begin in the first section talking about a hefsik that is a problematic type of hefsik after saying hamotzi before consumption and those that are not. The Gemara lists three specific kinds of hefsiks. If after saying the bracha of hamotzi, the one who made the bracha said to those who were there, take from the bread that I blessed. Or if he says, bring salt or relish to dip into it. Or if he said, knead the bran that was meant to feed the oxen. So there's three opinions regarding these types of hefsiks, but the final opinion goes that they're all not considered a hefsik that would disqualify the bracha because they're me'inyan the bracha, they're related to it, and therefore, even though it might not be ideal <clears throat> to say these things after saying the bracha before consuming the bread, nonetheless, it wouldn't negate the bracha and you wouldn't have to make the bracha again. The Gemara tells us that the mevarich, the one who's saying the bracha, shouldn't make a bracha until all of the people that are at the meal have salt or relish in front of them with which to enjoy their bread. Mar tells us that it's best to sit and have some health practices when a person urinates because in doing so he'll make sure to fully empty his bladder as he won't be worried that urine will sprinkle on the individual and the person and then he'll uh, be healthy by emptying his bladder properly. Alternatively, a person could stand near loose earth and then he'll urinate fully because he won't be concerned that it'll splash back on him. Or if he's in an elevated area, near a sloping area, that would also be effective to accomplish the same purpose. Gemara tells us in regards to health practices of consumption. A person should eat salt and drink water after food and drink, and it prevents damage. Gemara tells us if you don't, means you eat without eating salt or you drink without drinking water, during the day it could cause bad breath, and at night it could cause oscaro, which is a choking disease, as Rashi explains, it has to do with di- digestion, which is called in English, it's called diphtheria. Gemara says, if a person causes his food inside of him that he's eaten to float in water, which the Gemara says he drinks a flask of water per loaf of bread that he's eaten, it won't cause, he won't have intestinal issues. Now in other foods, Gemara tells us if you eat lentils one time every 30 days, it prevents ascara, but not more often because it could cause bad breath. If he eats mustard once every 30 days, it prevents general illness, but not more often because it could cause weakness of the heart. Eating small fish prevents intestinal issues, and it causes a person to be fruitful and healthy. Seemingly, it affects his reproduction also. Eating fennel, or Gemara calls it ketzach, prevents heart illness, but the odor is considered dangerous. You have to eat it without smelling it. Moving on to the second section, Rabbi Yehuda in the Mishnah told us on grass-like things, Yerakos, you say, Boremine Deshoim, whereas Tanakama said, you say, Bore Priya And the Gemara tells us, we paskin not like Rabbi Yehuda, which means we say, Bore Priya on those Yerakos, those green vegetables. But Rabbi Yehuda's reasoning is that since it says, Bar Hashem Yom Yom, which teaches us that you should bless Hashem on the day, me'ain the day, which means on Shabbos you bless Hashem based on what Shabbos entails, and also on Yom Tov, etc. And a similar idea would be true with foods. You should bless Hashem in the more particular way, and thus we distinguish between general vegetables and yurakas. Nonetheless, we don't pass in this way. Usually pass in the Tanakhama, you say, Bore Priyadama on that as well. Now the same author says that there's a distinction between Kashborchen and Basar Vedam, which means really between Ruchnius 
and general physical reality. In Ruchnius, a Chacham, who's considered full, can absorb more, but not an empty person. An empty person who's lacking in wisdom isn't granted the dispensation to absorb more wisdom. But in the physical realm, something that's full can't absorb more. It's the opposite. Something empty can absorb. And alternatively, the Gemara says, again, based on the same tishma, if a person reviews, so then he'll be able to gain more insight, more sophistication, versus if he doesn't, he could forfeit what he's already learned. Moving on to the third and final section, the Gemara now tells us a new Mishnah, when a person makes a mistake on his brachas, if he's yotzeh or not. So the Mishnah says, if he says ha'adama over fruit, he is yotzeh. If he says ha'etz over vegetables, you're not yotzeh. And if he says shahako on all foods, he is yotzeh. Again, it might not be ideal, but you are yotzeh. Now the Gemara explains the first two points based on positions of Rabbi Yehuda in two different areas. The first point, which is if you make Ka'adam on fruit, your yaitse, it's the position of Rabbi Yehuda that we find by Bikurim, that we're regarding Bikurim, you could only be made, you could be made with a according to Rabbi Yehuda, say the parsha of Bikurim, which includes the Pazagmino Adam Asher Nasatali, even if the fruit that grew from that tree, and the, or there was a tree, the tree that it grew from, or the river that was passing by that watered it, have dried up or become destroyed. Why? Because the primary nourishment we say for the fruits, for the trees, is really from the ground. Since the ground remains, you could still say that. And therefore, Behuda says, as the first opinion in the mission of the first line, if you say Adam on fruit, you're right to because the essential nourishment of trees really comes from Ha'adamah, from the ground. The second rule that supports the second sack of the Mishnah, which is the reason there's a Chiddush in saying if you say Ha'etz and vegetables, you're not Yoytzeh, is because even the Rebbe holds that the Eitz Hadas that Adam Arishon ate from was a wheat tree, so he calls that a tree. So you might say, perhaps then if you make Ha'etz on a wheat stalk, you should be Yoytzeh because it's a tree. So the Chiddush is you're not Yoytzeh. And the Gemara explains what's the rule. The rule is that if you remove the fruit and the branch remains and it could reproduce, so then you'll say Bore Priyo Eitz, that constitutes an Eitz, a fruit tree. If not, if the branch dries up and it doesn't reproduce, turn into Memama Beis, so then it's considered Ha'adama, you make a Bore Pri Ha'adama. We're stopping here at the top of Memama Beis, but as is Hashem, we'll pick up with Memama Beis tomorrow. Everyone have a wonderful day.